This week, the world saw the thousandth death from the aptly named deadly coronavirus. Iran talked up launching a rocket into space, and after 93 years, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences finally decided to give the best film Oscar to a foreign language movie. But we're not going to talk about any of them. We're going to do the great US primaries quiz. We'll pick perfect porn puns and wonder if she's a member of the British Parliament, a slag, or both. Join him, David, and me, Mark, after the drum roll for the almost 30-minute quiz show. And fire. What? Fire. Fire. Woo! Who sang that? It was Arnold Arthur Brown. Was it, wasn't it The Doors? The Wonderful World of Arthur Brown. Oh, no, that was Relight really My Fire. Yeah. Oh, no, that was Take That. Come on, baby, light my fire. Anyway, Hello. we're not talking about fires in Sydney. Yes. Whoever Sydney is. Is he a friend of Connor? Have the fires the finished? The Connor virus. Have the fi- fires finished in Australia? I think so. It's not been in the news for ages. Yeah, but it's like not newsworthy anymore. Because it's Australia, it's a long There's way no away. There's no trees left, so they've moved on to China. So, but we, n- we said we're not going to talk about that. We, yeah, but we're not really honest, are we? Okay, no, we're not going to talk about it's, the It's not going to be the part of the quiz, but, you know. We I, th- I still think it's absolutely incredible that people go on a cruise and they are stuck on the boat. 8,000 people stuck They're stuck the in their rooms. They're not allowed to leave the rooms. And people are, like, putting trays by the door. 23 hours a day. It's like being in Her Majesty's Prison, Pentonville. Oh, Talking to that, I saw that video. Amazing. Do you want to tell everybody about yeah, it? Yeah, no, you sent me a video this week of a guy who decided to climb up the tallest, I think it's the tallest building in Britain, the Shard. Right. Um, and he climbed up to the top, and when he was arrested at the top, the police were very nice to him. And about a month later, he was taken to court by the owners of the Shard, um, who proved that he'd broken some injunction that wasn't even against him. And he was put in prison for six months in Pentonville, which is... I think one of the oldest prisons in London. He said 23 hours a day is in his room. He said every other day there was somebody being taken to hospital through violence. He said there were killings. He said kettling. What did he mean by it? it was people uh, being hit with a kettle? Or, or they pour the boiling water, water over. over. I, 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 thankfully, I've not been in Pentonville. Um, this guy but apparently, if you want to save money on a cruise, just go up a thousand foot building. <laughs> Shall we uh, talk about the questions that we are going to be posing today, or you want to ask people to subscribe first? Oh, yeah. Uh, subscribe. We had a new subscriber this week who lasted an hour and then <laughs> left. I love watching these things. He came and he went, unless he went and pushed somebody else out. So whoever our missing subscriber is, please resubscribe. For everybody else, we're on Tinder. We're on Grinder, We're on... Mark. Oh, sorry. Wrong one. Yes, this is the almost 30 minute quiz show, not the other We're on OK on. Cupid. <laughs> yes. uh, uh, no, sorry, we're, we're on Instagram. Yes. Um, Facebook. Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you can email us at almost30quiz at gmail.com. Is it oh, almost 30 yes. quiz? Are we on uh, Instagram? I said Instagram. Did you? Oh. Yeah. Okay. So basically, yes, that's it. Tell your friends and get them to subscribe. Can we do the questions? Okay. Who was doing? I'm doing that one. You're doing the question thing. number one. Harland David Sanders is famous for what? Question number two. John Paul Getty III was kidnapped in 1973. What finally persuaded his grandfather? What I ran out of space and I had to squeeze it in. <laughs> what finally persuaded his grandfather to pay the ransom? Number three. Which European country held its general election this week? Ron Jeremy, the famous number porno- four. You go oh, number, number four. four. Yeah. 
Uh, is that all right? Number four. Yeah, carry on. Ron Jeremy, the famous pornographic actor, was known by what nickname? Question number five. And I wrote this for you and I've ended up with it. <laughs> what do Lech Kaczynski, Vladimir Zelensky and Glenda Jackson have in common? That's only got five questions. Yeah, only five. And now the idea is that you should have a think about those questions during this break. And as we, we will repeat those questions through the next 25 minutes or so. If you want to pause uh, listening to this, have a, a think about it, try to answer, and then we'll give you our take on those questions. Oh, I bought some kit for our tour. Oh, for goodness sake. Mark, okay. When's our tour? Our tour is in May. Is it May yet? Yeah, no. We've got three months. That's like your son. Are we there yet? We've got three months to go. I need a wee-wee. Now, (laughs) you, I'm assuming, bought these from some Chinese coronavirus-affected website that takes three months. They were heavily discounted. No, they came from uh, America. Amazon. Merca. Merca is also coronavirus-affected. Where's that? Is that in Spain? Did you see that? There was a place where the coronavirus had gone called El Contam or La Contamine. Really? The ski resort. It was called Contamine. Excellent. Brilliant. So we've bought some lapel mics. So when we're away, we won't really be away because we can talk to you while we're walking around. In fact, Mark... Although we'll mainly be in bars. Mark is actually planning that we do a daily... Oh, we're not now. Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about walking around certain places. No, no, no. no, no, no. That's probably... No. But yes, a daily, daily pod to look forward yeah, to. Yeah, so if anybody's got any ideas, like message us and say, what could we do every day? How do we broadcast? Should we do a daily listicle or should we broadcast live from the train cabbage where we're locked up? The train cabbage. The train cabbage. It's, it's <laughs> Eastern Europe. <laughs> we will be going to Krakow or Krakow. Lviv. Lviv or Lviv. I'm a Lviv. And You're Odessa. Lviv. Odessa. So let us know. Welcome back. Thank you. First question. Harland David Sanders is famous for what? I have absolutely no idea. Harland was a shipyard, Harland and Wolf in Ireland, from where, where the Titanic nothing, was nothing made. Nothing to do with that. David although, he, although he was a wagoner. A wagoner? Yeah. There used to be a TV show called The Wagoners. Yeah. It was like the Archers. You're probably think, too young to remember. I think remember. Americans also used to call them Teamsters, which then ah, came up Union. The un- so he's a Union person. No, it wasn't so much Union. I think it was like people that shift stuff around. Who? Uh, this, this Harlan David. Yeah. So Sanders, um, since we talked about politics in the introduction, obviously there's Bernie Sanders running. But he's no relative. No relative. No relative. Uh, but the reason you've mentioned it is because of the name Sanders. Yeah. Um, so we've done the link before the answer. So he's a trade unionist. Uh, he was. He was the head of the Teamsters. He no. was the one they made the film about. Do you know who Harlan Day, uh, live audience? I'm not asking a question. I'm making no. it. For uh, Americans out there, to shift something means to move. <laughs> we have an American on the set. Oh, dear. Um, so, d- wait, since you're here... So you don't know who Harlan David Sanders is? Do you know Harlan David Sanders? I do not, I'm afraid. I will leave it to you gentlemen. He, I'll give you a clue. He used to wear a white suit... Angel Gabriel. Well, he had a title other than Harland. It was more of a rank than a... Lieutenant Governor... Uh, oh, Colonel Sanders! Ah! Oh, for goodness sake! It took the me so penny long. drops. Do you know, normally, right, when we ask these questions, we both know the answers. Yeah. Tonight, no clue. Yeah. No clue. Colonel Sanders, how stupid of me. Um, so, obviously, he was famous for chicken. Why are we mentioning Colonel Sanders? Because you ate KFC just before we started No, recording. no. I did have a lovely sandwich, but it wasn't a KFC. Okay. 
he wasn't a real military colonel, you know. Right, apparently not. But in the state of Kentucky, yes. where he was famous for his Kentucky Fried Chicken, yes. the um, governor awarded a medal, and the highest medal you could get was the uh, Kentucky Colonel. There so he go. was a genuine Kentucky Colonel. And they used to, in the old days, go around wearing white suits and have white beards. He never looked like that. He grew the suit, the sort of the white beard and everything. So anyway, fascinating, but that was nothing to do with what we're talking about. Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. Okay. Colonel so Sanders, Bernie Sanders, American election. If, if I'm not mistaken, we've had the first... And off to the break. We've had the first two rounds of democratic voting. The first one was a total screw-up. Is it finished yet? Have they, I'm, I'm ca- have, have they no counted idea. eight votes and two potatoes in Iowa? <laughs> 24 hours later, I just gave up. And then they've been to New Hampshire... No, please stop that. It's doing my head in. Okay. That thing last week about lambasting. <laughs> okay. No one says lambasting. Right. So I've been kind of a bit, a little bit looking at the way the voting system works in the primaries. I am utterly bewildered and confused by what on earth the Americans call democracy. I, I just don't get it. I, I had a look, and you know, maybe someone can email in or, or Instagram us and tell us about it. I had a look at what happened in 2016, where it was much more simple. It was basically Bernie Sanders against Hillary Clinton. And Bernie was winning the votes, and then Hillary would get a load of votes shoveled into her, mm-hmm. so she'd get extra delegates. I know each state, you win delegates, and then all of those delegates, although some are assigned to you and some are not assigned to you, then go to a big conference and then they have a vote. But in theory, they can only vote the way that you voted. So yeah. why they send a thousand people to a conference? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. It's tradition, whatever. The Democrats currently have 12 candidates running. Um, which, uh, which is sort of normal. Uh, like 50 people declare themselves and that, most run out of money that, before they even start. A couple of these folks have actually over the last 24 hours... Uh, dropped out of the race already, but let's go with. And the one hasn't even really started. He's waiting until Super Tuesday. Tuesday. Right. How many of them can you name? How many can I name? Um, so you've got Bernie Sanders, who we've mentioned. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden, who was Obama's vice president, who yes. was the favourite, but he's not really doing much. Um, Michael Bloomberg, who was the mayor of New York. Yep. Pete, and you'll have to forgive me for this. Uh, Butty Gwedge. That's really good. Yes. But. I think, I, I think uh, what's his name? Um, what's the American president called? Trump. That's yes. the one. I try and erase right. that from my head. Trump kept mocking his name and calling him Booty Gedge yes. or Gedge or well, Gwedge. No. Or we've, as we've learned over the last week or two, Donald Trump cannot pronounce anything that is not monosyllabic. He, he doesn't even know where New Hampshire is, even though he's there. He, New Hampshire. I think he thought he was in Vermont or Maine or somewhere like that. He really doesn't know. Okay, you're, um, you're playing for time. That's four. Uh, Amy Klobuchar. Very good. There's, have I said Elizabeth Warren? You have not. Six. Six. Wow. So I've done the main ones. They're the ones, one of those is going to win. And then you've got Andrew Yang, who is a millionaire who dropped out. Dropped out. Um, And one of his, I I can't, one of his got this great idea. Basically, you give everybody money. Yes. So because technology is going to make us all unemployed, with the benefits from technology, you take all the profits and you give everybody like $1,000 a month. Let me mention... Uh, Derval Patrick. Very good. He dropped out as well. Yeah. De- uh, is it Derval or Deval? Deval. Okay, I've got a question for you. And there was Tul- one... Got- Tulsi Gabbard. Is she still in it or she went? I believe she's still in it. Where was she born? Um, Hawaii? Nice. Wrong. Um, Costa Rica? No. Remember, she, if she's running for president, she has to be born in American territory. Uh, Guam. No. Puerto Rico. Are you going to go there? No. Um, American Territory. Ooh. Oh, Norfolk. No. 
Weisbaden in Germany? No, very good. Um, no, the answer is actually in... L American Samoa. In Laloa Loa in American Samoa. Did you, did you just look at my sheet? No. You've got that. Excellent. No. I was running out of American territories. Superb. There's Western Samoa and American Samoa. Absolutely brilliant. Um, some of these folks... I mean, there were, there were quite a few other names that people thought would do well and would drop out. To me, it's probably a four-horse race. Warren's going to drop out. Right. She's like Bernie Light. Yep. Um, and Bernie has got the sort of... He's the American equivalent of Jeremy Corbyn from right. England. Um, Biden, once you hit the, the southern states, he, he's going to be ahead. He, right. You know, the southerners do not tolerate a socialist, and Bernie is so a socialist. The people so far who've got delegates, in reverse order, Joe Biden, Amy Klobuchar, yeah. Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, and leading the gig at the moment with 22 delegates is Pete... Booty, booty, booty. What's a jig? And he's the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. He certainly is. <laughs> but the only other one to look out for is Michael Bloomberg, who's starting right. next time. He's running second in the polls for the yep. Americans. Yep. We'll he's a billy, billy, billionaire. It would be very interesting to see what happens if he gets the nomination, because then you're, you're really talking about people who are not from the political fray to business people going against each other, him and Trump. Yeah, Trump, who's like a billionaire with too much money, and Bloomberg, who's got 20 times as much. <laughs> Let's have a break. Oh, Mark, question number two. John Paul Getty III, was he a pope? No, that was John Paul Getty II. Thank you. John Paul Getty III was kidnapped in 1973. What finally persuaded his grandfather to pay the ransom? Was his grandfather John Paul Getty the first? Correct. Okay. See if you can work out what his father was called. <laughs> How self-bloody absorbed can you be? How egotistical? Forgive me. I'm sorry, I shouldn't. See, John Paul Getty too should have actually been called John Paul Getty Jr. Right. He was known as John Paul Getty the But then what would the third one be? Baby John Paul Getty? No, no, his third. No, but if, if you go junior, then what's junior's son called? The fourth. The third. I'm very confused. Anyway. Get, so isn't Getty what like children say when they want spaghetti? Can I have Getty? Getty. Getty. Right. So, yeah, you're not answering the question. What finally persuaded his grandfather to pay the ransom? Do you know? I, I know the story of this. It's, it's quite... You're such a geek. Upsetting. Go on. But, so he was kidnapped um, and they sent a ransom for $17 million, which at the time was worth about $100 million in today's money. Um, and John Paul Getty, being a billionaire and very shrewd, refused to pay. He's just like, I'm not paying that sort of money. It's not worth it. So the kidnappers then cut off John Paul Getty III's ear, sent it back to him, and said, we want another $3 million now. To which he said, uh-uh. And this went on for five months, the negotiation. And in the end, he agreed to pay $2.2 million. And do you know why it was set like that? Go on. It was the maximum amount that was tax deductible. <sighs> Good Lord. That's brilliant. Correct. That's I, super. I believe story. they may have paid a little bit more and he got John Paul Getty to pay it, but it was a loan. He loaned money super. to his son who had to pay it back at 4% interest. Wow, really? Yeah. That is it wasn't even interest-free. 4%. Brilliant. Which, the reason we're, we're discussing this is because we've got a listener's question which kind of follows on from that. A uh, listener called Susie in Toronto. See, in we're well international, aren't we? Absolutely. In Canada. Canada. So, oh, I Canada. told you to stop that. <laughs> okay, this, this, this mic is rather hard and long. I have been calling it Canada for years. Anyway, let's have a quick listen to Susie. Hello, David and Mark. This is Suzanne from Toronto, Canada. 
My question is, if Prince Harry and Meghan want to be financially independent, as they've claimed, if they move to the U.S. and Canada, should those governments have to pay for their security, or should they pay for it themselves? Discuss. I don't even know Susie, and I'm calling her Susie when she actually said her name Suzanne. Yeah. That's, That's very familiar of you. Very familiar, very familiar, yes. Do you want to have a go first? Is it, what's the answer? Just yes. What was the question again? <laughs> Press play. I oh, know. D- do Harry and Megan yes. play Megan. Megan pay for their own security, or should the governments where they're staying pay for it? Yeah. Um, they should pay for their own. Right. Question number three. No, nah, that's a bit unfair. I, yes, I, I assume we're coming to the same conclusion. They, they they went to a convention in Florida. Florida. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm going to get a baseball bat. <laughs> we're not going to make it to May. This this is the final episode of the <laughs> almost 30 minute quiz show. Yes. Episode 13, in fact, which is unlucky doobie for you. Doobie doobie doobie. Right. It's not Friday, is it? They went so they went to Floridia. And they went to Floridia and spoke to a load of bankers, bankers, okay, but bankers. We never know with you. Um, yep. And allegedly have signed some sort of promotional deal with Morgan Stanley or Goldman Sachs, right. which could be worth up to a billion dollars. For what purpose? To like be the face of the bank and go and talk. They've sold them. They've sponsored themselves. What's that got to do with security? So, so once, if they're very once rich. they're worth like a billion dollars, and which is what they're going to do, they're just right. going to walk around with sponsorship on the back of their royal carriage. If you argue, as is done to defend the royal family in the UK, when people talk about abolishing the, that particular position, um, the the tourism dollars, the tourism pounds that are brought into the UK, could you make the same case for these two, that people will be flocking to wherever their home is to try to get a peek at them living behind their gates? I don't know, because they're, they're playing this I'm hiding away card. Mm-hmm. So in reality, they're not performing royal duties, they're performing duties for themselves. Yes, they may go to the odd dog shelter and be seen there, but they don't go there without a camera. And it's it's all self-publicity for their their modern machine. It's great that they're not taking two, three million pound a year, two, three million dollars a year from the taxpayers of Britain, but they're doing it for self-enrichment. So why anybody should be paying for them? Yes, they are a security risk, as we saw with John Paul Getty. If people have got money, they are a security risk, but every other millionaire and billionaire around the world pays for their own security. And I don't think the people of Canada will be too happy to pay for it. Or Canada. Canadian. I think it's all very valid. Just one other question. Imagine you are the CEO of a large security firm. I do all the time. Absolutely. And you're going to meet, well, I presume you don't meet them, but meet whoever is representing them. How do you, how do you package it? How do you, know, how do you know how much money to ask? I actually worked with someone who was involved with personal security. Mm-hmm. You know, they find people who are highly trained especially around Hollywood. I mean, his speciality was Hollywood. You know, you get a group of people, they work on a roster, they go around a property, and they'll, they'll do everything on a cost-plus basis. They'll know what all these guards and all these self-defense experts are worth. They know what the equipment's worth. And they'll, and work, they'll work out how much profit. They're, you know, as a, company, as a company, they'll know how much money they want so to make. So it's just a straight, you reckon it's a straight business thing rather than taking advantage of these people who we know have got a penny or two in the yeah, pocket. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, Harry and Megan will have some sort of personal advisors, private secretaries, whatever they are, who will be used to buying things right. and will be used to trying to make sure that the royal purse is not 
taken advantage of. So in the, in this particular case, they'll they'll bring in two or three contractors. They'll competitively bid it. God, I'm getting into competitive Absolutely, bidding. Absolutely, yeah. This is really not. Oh. So, so I know this is not what we normally do. So I think at this point we will conclude, Suzanne. Can I we talk porn yet? Suzanne, I hope you're happy with the answer. Sorry, we've Suzanne. Done, we've done politics. We've done royals. Let's do porn. Okay. Question number three. Which European country had its election this week? Unusually for me, I've got absolutely no idea when it comes to politics and elections. I used to, in the old days, keep tracks of these things, but my job these days doesn't allow, and I've just sort of turned off the news. Um, Malta. I would say you've got 28, but now Britain has left. You've only got 27 ah, to choose so you're from. giving me a clue, European uh, Union. Yeah, that which European question. Sorry, which so, European Union? Because uh, uh, I could have said Switzerland or Norway. Norway. Yeah, or... Ukraine. Uh, um, Is it in Europe? Liechtenstein. Oh. Monaco. Huh? Andorra. What's the one in Italy? Bosnia-Herzegovina. No, in Italy. Slovenia. No, in Italy. Italy. San Marino. Vatican City. Vatican City. Is Vatican City a member of the European Union? Anyway. I don't think it is. Any, I, I ask the questions. <laughs> Canada. Where was the Where was the election? Ireland. And, and you're telling me this because? Well, we're going to do a listicle yes. about something fun to do with politics. But it was just quite a strange election because there were 160 seats in Ireland and the winner got 38. And the second place, I think, got 37. And the third place got 36. So the first and second together still can't form a government. So they are going to be talking for like six months and trying to form a government. Some of these parties are fierce opponents yeah. of one another. Yeah. I mean, it's not the worst country. If, if Pity the poor people of Israel who are going to go to their third election in a year because the first two have been stalemates. Are they, talk, are they talking about the same thing in Ireland? Possibly, that they're going to struggle and have to have a re-election. And, and the, according to the bookmakers, there will be a fourth election in Israel. It's, it's Italy all over again. It is. It is. But why are we talking about politics? No idea. Because we've done enough of that this, this week. Uh, you posted something quite fun on Facebook. And I did. got over 100 responses, some of which are actually quite funny. So we're going to steal everybody's ideas and turn it into this week's first listicle. So the question if I may. You may. Was, I'm just scrolling up, politicians ain't the best these days anywhere. So members of which profession should be ruling countries instead? Want to go first? I'll go first. The people with the most Facebook friends, which is not really a profession, but it was a good way of... Well, you know what? It's probably not a stupid uh, answer. I mean, there, I are, there are professions like influencer. Right, I was gonna, yeah, I was going to say the mo person with the most Twitter followers highly likely would be elected. Although it will be called Kardashian, probably. Firefighters, at least for the Australian Parliament. Oh, cruel. Hairdressers, because they know everything. Wives definitely know everything, unfortunately. Um, there's, yeah. there's one wandering around the room right now there as we no say secrets. this. Yes. Clowns, because well, there's no need to make dramatic changes. Fair point. Comedians yeah. are a joke. Brilliant. Uh, the meek, because one day they'll inherit the earth, so... <laughs> Uh, prostitutes, no surprise when they screw you for money. That's actually very clever. I like that one. Yep. They, get, they get better as time goes on. Um, Hollywood movie stars, because they're just so in touch with real people. I don't know if anybody saw the Oscars this week and saw a speech all about milk and taking money. Yeah. You know these, my, these, these are the people. You know my thoughts on that. Yes. Uh, politicians are like diapers. They should be changed often and for the same reason. And now the last one. Emperors rule empires and kings rule kingdoms. Draw your own conclusions 
for who should rule countries. Question number four. Ron Jeremy, the famous porn star, was known by what nickname? I only heard of this guy very recently, is the honest truth. He's the guy that gives everybody hope. He's yeah. one of the ugliest human <laughs> beings going, and he's a famous porn star. Anybody who their surname could be their first name is somebody to be fearful of, concerned by, cautious around. Like me. Like you. And but you, I, potentially. Kind of. You're more than me, but yeah. we're not going to say our surnames on air. I'm guessing something to do with his moustache? Uh, no. Go on. It's nothing to do with small pricks. Ha ha, what was it? Have you ever seen a hedgehog that they like roll into a ball and basically their head can touch their feet when they roll into a ball? Yes. So Ron Jeremy has the ability to bend forward and reach his penis with his mouth. So that's why he's known as the hedgehog. <laughs> okay. He can self-filate. <laughs> I, I self-inflate, especially after that sandwich we had earlier. But <laughs> You lost I, the words. I, you... <laughs> Anyway, it brings us very nicely. Very nicely. We were looking for reviews, and we thought this week we'd review the best porn films. And we couldn't find any good reviews. I think my, um, my internet's gone all holier than thou and won't let me look at anything pornographic. Yes. So we decided instead to sort of do a... No, a no, no, don't say we. Okay, I decided. <laughs> you said, don't do this. It really isn't clever. It's we, not we, big uh, and it's not clever, although as you get more excited, it will be bigger and cleverer. Yes. So we are going to review... Names of porn films that are funny. Or silly. Go on. Okay, I'll start. They're all based on well-known well, films. Well-known films. Okay. But these are parody porn films. Some are better than others. Number one, Tits a Wonderful Life. <laughs> We're not going to get very far <laughs> with this. George Bailey, Eat Your Heart Out. It says on the front cover. It's not the heart uh, I'm worried about. For people in Norwich or in Norfolk, American Booty. Ars Ventura, Crack Detective. The Da Vinci Load. The Evil Head. <laughs> Dawson's Crack. This is so silly. Forrest Hump. <laughs> I can't believe I'm reading these things out. I haven't actually read any of these before. Edward Penishans. <laughs> Penishans, as they say in Canadian. <laughs> Might be penis hands. Okay. Honey, I blew everybody. <laughs> Sex Busters isn't that's funny. That's it's really not funny at all. Game of Bones. Winter is coming. Spelled slightly differently, obviously. Goodwill Humping. This is so bad. Oh, I've got an advert for number 11. Um, <laughs> Drill Bill. Oh, God. Ad for number 13. Hang on a minute. Uh, this time he's going all the way. Horat. In rear endance day. <laughs> In I said Horat, it should have been Horat. Yeah. Yes, because I'm useless. Um, inspect her gadget. This <laughs> is from a company called Tranny Factory. It says at the top. <laughs> Legally boned. I think from Legally Blonde. I can't read these. I really can't read these. And it's not because I'm homophobic in this case. It's hey. terrible. Raiders of the Lost Ass. <laughs> Missionary Impossible. Let's <laughs> speed this up. If you don't know it, just move on. Yes, I'm definitely moving on. Uh, Night of the Giving... I can't read this! Night of the Giving Head, as opposed to Night of the Living Dead. (laughs) Uh, Penetrator, instead of Terminator. (laughs) Can we stop? Please, let me stop. The porn identity. Pulp Friction. I like that one. That's quite clever. Have you noticed my voice goes high when I'm embarrassed? Yes. Quantum Deep. Quantum Leap. Yes. Yeah, okay. Not even doing that one. No. Saturday Night Beaver. 
shaving Ryan's privates. That's quite a famous one. Twin cheeks. (laughs) We're nearly done. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Layer. I can get away with that. Men can't hump. The whores have eyes. Hoary Potter and the Sorcerer's Balls. (laughs) I think we're nearly done. (laughs) Womb Raider. That was it. That's the last one. <laughs> Thank God for God, that. Take us to the break, please. <laughs> we've been very uh, fair and equal and democratic today, and we've sort of mixed and matched the questions. So it's my turn to do the one with the improbable names. And it's about half an hour after we did the last one because we finally stopped laughing at reading out all of those stupid names naughty names and by the way I have absolutely no idea what the answer is to this question that you wrote so you better answer it I hope I remember question number five what do Lech Kaczynski Vladimir Zelensky and Glenda Jackson have in common Jackson you pronounce that really well Thank I you was hoping much. to catch you out there but you've you've humiliated me by your perfect Vladimir. Vladimir yes it's Vladimir. in fact it's funny that because it's Poland and Ukraine there you go those two leaders Yes, have we mentioned that we're going to Poland, Poland and Ukraine? Ukraine? Have I mentioned my new mics that I bought <laughs> from, from Amazon? For, for about $30. $20. 20, yes, let's see. Anybody who knows microphones will be killing themselves laughing at this time about the disaster. So, so for those of you who will be listening to our podcasts while we're away... <laughs> What's the answer to the question, Sweetie Pie? They are all actors who then became politicians. Ah, clever. So Lech Kaczynski... I thought I knew the names. Lech Kaczynski was a minor actor in Poland who went right. on to be right. the president and then I believe yes. was killed in a plane crash. Yes. Um, we've been to the memorial oh, in is Warsaw. That, is that the one that allegedly was carried out by a neighbouring country? No, no. They never did anything wrong. Oh, okay. And don't say that out loud. Okay. Um, I didn't say which country. Okay. And it wasn't Estonia? No. Okay. Or... What's that? What's that little bit of Russia next what, to Poland? Kaliningrad? Kaliningrad. There's two inns in it. Yeah, we almost went there, but we couldn't work out how to get in. Vladimir Vladimir Zelensky. This is quite a fun story. He was an actor in a TV series, I think a comedy about a Ukrainian president. And then, and then he became the Ukrainian president. People actually bought into him being the president. And about three weeks later, was surrounded in controversy. Oh, yes, the whole Donald President Trump. Trump President Trump, Joe Biden thing, yes. allegedly. And, and shockingly, Donald Trump has fired anybody who testified against yes, him. Funnily enough. Free democracy, got to so, love it. But that's not what we're here and to And Glenda Jackson, who's obviously a very famous, I think, did she win an Oscar? Or she I certainly believe, nominated for an Oscar. Yes. Became a member of Parliament for Hampstead and Highgate in England. For the Labour Party. Yes. So why, why, as we always say at this point, are we asking this? So this is normally our silly story. So we've already done politics twice over and some porn for light relief, but we're now back to politics. But it's almost like politics and porn, this one. Okay. Um, there was a story this week about a member of parliament who appeared at the dispatch box in England. She's called Tracy Brabin. She used to be an actress in Coronation Street and became a member of parliament, I think, for Batley and Spen a couple of years ago when Good the previous knowledge. MP was murdered yes. by a right-wing extremist. Um, she was only in Coronation Street for two, three years, but I, you know, I quite remember her. She's also played the clumsy waitress Sandra in David Jason's Bit of a Do. And she played Roxy Drake in EastEnders. And she was in Midsummer Murders, so she probably died in that as well. Absolutely. And she's been in uh, commercials for the Sainsbury's supermarket. And she was in Law and Order. And she was in Emmerdale. So she's done all the big soaps. I think you're padding this out a bit. Let's get to the story. Well... 
she turned up at Parliament, um, having come from a music bash, because she is now the Shadow Culture Secretary, because there wasn't really anybody left for Labour after the last election. So you only had to be in the Parliament for a couple of years to be promoted to the Shadow Cabinet. Um, and she was wearing a very nice £35 off-the-shoulder dress. Very classy. But has to then go to Parliament and make a late statement in the evening, possibly a little bit worse for her, but not too, too gone. And while she stood at the, um, the dispatch box, her off-the-shoulder dress went a little bit more off-the-shoulder. Not a lot. So it's know. almost elbow. Yeah. Well, it just hung down a little bit more. Right. And then Twitter... You can definitely see armpit. You can. Then lots of people on Twitter going, this is disgraceful, this is shocking, what's going on, Parliament, blah, 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 blah. So she wrote this lovely little reply on Twitter. Do you want to read it? Sure. Hello. Should I do it in my own voice? It's not, it's not the Queen. Hello, <laughs> Philip. <laughs> Philip. <laughs> Hello. Sorry I don't have time to reply to all of you commenting on this, but I can confirm I'm not a slag, hungover, a tart, about to breastfeed, a slapper, drunk, just been banged over a wheelie bin. <laughs> Who knew people could get so emotional over a shoulder? Lovely parliamentary language, that. I, in this particular case, uh, don't know that she should have stooped to doing that, even though it's very clever, but I full, full sympathy to her in yes. this case. But there is a positive end to this story. Yes. Um, this dress is now famous. So our Tracy took her £35 dress and put it up for auction for the Girl Guys charity. And the auction closes tomorrow, and as of now, she's just over £18,000 has been raised for good causes. So... so Good on you, Tracy Brobin. So, £18,000 instead of being banged over a wheelie bin. If you've got any ideas for names of saucy porn films, <laughs> it's <microphones>. mark, <laughs> mark at gmail.com. <laughs> Have a lovely weekend and a uh, lovely week. Well, yeah, it's no, no, depends when, we get, depends when you get around to editing this. Have a lovely week, weekend. <laughs> we'll be back with episode 14, some point after episode 13. Subscribe. <laughs>